you know. I've been on the road now for a while, so it's uh, we're kind of in the swing of it, you know. Yeah. The beginning, it's always like uh, get, get back in shape, you know. Yeah. But we're good now. Nice. So it's sweet. How long? Have you, how long have you guys been on the road? Uh, we were in Europe for uh, most of February, and then we were home for a week, and then we went right back out on this tour. Oh, okay. So, it's been pretty much since uh, end of January we've been, on, we've been on the road. Nice. Yeah. Nice. It's fun. Yeah. Traveling around, I don't like my home that much. <laughs> he likes his girl, though, bro. Well, see, just became my girl right before I left. Oh, we're right. recording now. I just, he started talking, so I just right. yeah. started rolling. <laughs> yeah, dude, see, like that, I get that shit. Nice. It's real bad. Fucking cracks in my hand. Apparently there was some uh, blood and gore going on over here. You can see that. Yeah, blood. I, I, it's got to be Maris the Great. Yeah, see, dude, that's 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 like what I'm talking about. Oh shit! You get that too. You know, you like that. Remember that one? No. Oh, you don't? I do. It was right there. I can see it. I can see where it once was. Oh. <laughs> but yeah, playing drums is not necessarily a healthy uh, sport, is it, there, man? No, no. Not always. Not always. But it's cool. But yeah, so pretty much just, you know, trying to get, now this is a U.S. tour with a different band, Fair to Midland, headlining. Mm -hmm. They're awesome. They, I mean, their their music is, I guess it's a bit different from what we're used to touring with. Usually we tour with just straight metal bands all the time. Right. So this is like a breath of fresh air to tour with, you know, a band a bit more rock-oriented, um, a lot more melody infused with it too, so. Yeah, I started checking their stuff out back in like January, I think. Yep. It's, Good stuff. No, for sure. Good stuff mm -hmm. at, uh, at Chorus on uh, Dance of the Manatees. Yeah, 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 yeah. Love it. They have a lot of those courses, and especially for the stuff um, that they've been playing on a nightly basis of their new album. Yeah. The stuff that they're going to have coming out is just gloriously melodic. Nice. Pretty excited for that as well. Nice. It is true. And then Scale the Summit, an instrumental band, and they're just super talented. It's yeah. all player. I mean, everyone, the drummer, bass player, they're all talented. It's all, it's all hell, so. Yeah, I was jamming them this afternoon before it came down. So. Yep. Yeah, they're ex they're perfect stuff. every night. They're extremely consistent, extremely consistent. Yep, they just they crush every night with with what they do, and it's yep. great, you know. So we're, we're having a good time. Just I guess not playing with bands with like you know typical metal bands. I feel like in the states it's usually mostly metal, and you know we don't really listen to all that much metal all the time. This band isn't you know metal heads really so much. I think I'm probably the biggest metal head in the band if there is one, <laughs> and I'm really not that much of one. But um, but no. So it's it's been a lot of fun. Yeah. Been, it's probably like what two weeks in at this point. Mm-hmm. Another tour. Yeah. Another three weeks to go, I'd say. Yep. Yeah. Going a little better than Europe. I was kind of following the, uh, the horror stories on Facebook there for a while. Oh well, sickness-wise, yeah, everybody's feeling good. But man, that European tour was pretty amazing. Yeah. 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 That was that tour was although we were sick and although Jake did break his finger in half. Um, it was the best tour we've ever done just because of the crowds. There were just tons of kids coming out. We were selling out shows as a headliner. We'd nice. never been there. It was just ridiculous. You know, tons of kids coming out, just going nuts, knowing all the lyrics to our songs. Like, there's nothing like a feeling of having, you know, that kind of crowd response. So, a lot of the venues were really great, too. Yeah. It was just, it was, it was really cool. Really it was really awesome. Cool. Seeing new, you know, new country or a new city or whatever it might be every day, um, combined with the crowds like that, it was just, I don't know. It's it's awesome. Not to say that the U.S. crowds aren't as good. Sometimes they can be, but 
that was just like freakish you know so this is it's cool to be back in the states and be back home and you know and doing and doing this but and having our cell phones operational that's cool (laughs) not having my iphone in in europe was actually i think it was a bit liberating maybe yeah but um it's good we we, we didn't really think about it we didn't have to think about it it's just like oh you can't turn your phone okay yeah so it's like you know it's something you don't think about oh i gotta check this you know Maybe I'll read something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know. Yeah, maybe I'll actually go outside. Maybe I'll go outside and yes. see some stuff. Go to a real restaurant. Yeah. <laughs> Not McDonald's or Subway or the like. Yes, exactly. Nice. But yeah. So, your album's been out for, what, about 11 months to the day, right? Is it the 20th? Yeah, it is the 20th. It's yeah, 20th. 11 months to the day. Son of a bitch. Yeah. So, so I, think I, I think I caught you guys this time last year with Fear Factory and Dirge Within yeah. and all them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. First time. Wins a play, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, yep. Yep. That was, that was a good time. Yeah. At the same venue. I think it was raining, though. It had been raining. I remember there being puddles and potholes in this in yeah. this lot. Or it might have been it might have been right. Usually March is when we get like a real heavy wet snow, so it, it melts real fast. Right. Kind of looks like. Oh no! It was snowing. It was the ride here. On that road mountain pass. Cra- no, it wasn't Red Mountain Pass. It was just. Oh, that's right. It was just a crazy yeah. drive where the semi trailers were flying past us. Uh, but so no, last night's drive was smooth. It was easy. Yeah. We didn't. It wasn't too difficult to get here. Nice. But. Yeah, that was uh, a Fear Factory. That tour was was awesome, but yeah, this one. How you doing? Just getting my amp. Hmm. I think um. I'm not sure. We'll see how. We'll see if there's a lot of returning, you know, folks from that show when we played here last time. But this is our second time in Colorado Springs, so yeah. That was a good show. So I guess. how has life changed for you guys in the last year since then? <laughs> mm. Just been working a lot more. We've all been been, been uh, basically together constantly for most of it, most of the year. You know, we've had a little bit of time off to you know have have lives outside of the band. But I mean, if anything has really changed, it's just the fact that that I think um, shit, man. Kind of like solidified the career a bit more. I yeah, think. It's, it's hard to put into words, but we, we feel like this is more so than ever what we're like. We're on the right track for what we want to do, and and we're making our own decisions. And we feel like um, we feel like we're at a point where things are, are going to to hopefully pay off, and and you know all the hard work we're putting in will be great. We just want to get the music out there to as many people as possible. So the fact that we get to do new tours all the time and the fact that we are constantly working and, and you know, evolving as, as a band live is going to just open us up to all new all new fans and, and different places to play, hopefully, and things like that. And then, um, yeah, I mean, it's just it's just been more apparent. Everything's been more apparent in that regard this year, I think. It's, been, you know? it's a lot more about, I guess, you know, in the year that we've been touring, or I guess 11 months to the day. <laughs> I, no, I like that. That's good. Um you know solidifying the career like we were together these six members like the lineup hasn't changed in the er- earlier days before the album came out we had lineup changes and all this you know bs going on to where now we can really like focus in on like writing music and like becoming a band and you know putting it all together so we're just excited for for writing the second album we have an ep coming out in april april 19th so i guess one year minus one day. <laughs> 364 days later. Yeah. <laughs> We're putting out an EP. I guess that means that we have to put out our second album on April 18th. 
and then well, technically, technically, this was a leap year, so it's really less than 364, five days. Was it a leap year? Yeah. No. Yeah, February 28th, and then it went right into March. Yeah, leap year is 29. Yeah, leap year is we had the extra day. That's right, that's right. (laughs) And that's not coming, I think that's next year, maybe. Uh, Whatever it is, yeah. So, you know, just putting putting out some new material next month will be cool. We're actually playing a song off of that EP called Frack the Gods um, on on this tour, which has been a lot of fun to play something new, something not of that first debut album. Right. And, uh, and that's going really well. There's some remixes of Icarus Lives, which was kind of like our single, I guess, if you will, right. off of our first record. So we're just stoked to, to get it out there, see what people think. Nice. Yeah. Nice. So back, back to your remark about getting the music out there. I mean, I, I, it seems like you guys have been really working with the social media aspect of this mm-hmm. at least in the weeks leading up to you know the, the album's release right mm-hmm. kind of cooled off after that at least it seemed like but I mean what, what do you think are the pros and cons of of using that medium to reach people I don't really know that there are any <clears throat> I guess there has to be some cons but I mean for the most part it's like you know there's so many people that we can reach out to all over the world you know I guess traditionally you could as a band you would go play live shows and then whoever happened to come out that night would see your band play and then they'd know about your band but now with the internet you can get out there to all of these new people that you might not be able to in other countries as we saw when we went to England for our first time we'd never even been there and we have 500 kids showing up to see us perform and they know our songs so I think it's it's paid off you know a great deal for us this band really was started by you know Misha just kind of like writing stuff in his bedroom and posting them up online and that's how the awareness grew for the band in general and then we you know built it up brought it to a live level turned it into a band and uh and yeah so it's, it's just taken flight from there as far as negatives though from post you mean like I guess the downside of of using the internet to promote right I mean, everything's out there. <laughs> you, you, yeah. It's just it's just the fact that you're 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 showing all your cards. You know, you're putting everything out there for people to to hear you and and you know when you do it, you want to obviously put out the best product you can so that people can get the best representation of, of your music and what you're doing. Mm-hmm. But <clears throat> you know, it it's always um, it's always going to be this balance of of people that love it and people that hate it and you just kind of deal with it and i'd say that's a negative and then really it just comes down to strategy i think i mean i think people people have access to to really anyone in the world but it's all about how you go about reaching out to them and and you know knowing the right the right times and the right ways to do things and i think that's where you know um i think what, what misha has done is really cool because you know he let the people decide you know, whether they wanted him to keep putting out more music, you know, and yeah, he, he would have written music anyway, but you know, the feedback was so good and, and it, and it constantly spread and just, and he put it out there for people to hear it and judge it and, um, for free, for free. Exactly. Yeah. And it's, you're not, you're not cutting people off. It's not like you're, you're, you know, putting it onto them or selling it to them. It's just like, here it is. You have access to it, you know? And to me, that's a great strategy because you're not invasive with people. Right. You know, you're you're not shoving it on them, and that that never goes well. I feel like, yeah. so, you know, it's just all about how you do it. And I think you know, you just expand from there, and hopefully that enough people like you that, you know, that it spreads and they promote you and they put the music out there too. And that's the beauty of it. It's like it's not just you with one channel. If you hit one person, they could hit ten people, and you know that just keeps going. You know, so it's it's great. 
Unless they're passing it off as their own. <laughs> well, which we get. We get a ton of that. Ton There's of that another guy. negative, yeah. Here, have my... Have my uh, but those are always fun. All my individual tracks, and now you can just manipulate it to make your own music. But you know what? Which is really what, like, sampling and all that shit is anyway. But. It is, but there's so many people out there that, that listen to music and, and really, you know, try to find different songs that it always gets found when, when that occurs. And, you know, we've... I know Misha's had some fun with it. You yeah. know, when he finds people that have ripped off his songs and tried to claim like his six, own. everyone on them. Oh yeah, yeah. you know it's 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 <laughs> the humorous. Inter- the internet minions. <laughs> yeah, we, I don't know that I necessarily approve of that, but I think it's hilarious when it happens. Yeah, I've seen that a couple of times, and I go watch, go watch. I just go watch the flaming. I, I just kind of lurk on that, but it's it's, it's cool. amusing. Yeah, it is. I, I mean it's been great altogether. I mean there's there's obviously been a lot of people out there that are spreading the good word about the band, and and you know whether they download it or pay for it or whatever it is. You know, we're just happy to have people that want to come out and see our band perform and and uh, and whatever it is. When people buy the album or come out to shows and get a T-shirt and stuff like that, that is what that's who we're really thankful for is those people because we couldn't do this without them. You know, gas in this van that we're now doing this interview in is uh, up to four dollars a gallon in California or like Shit. three something around here, but. You know, we'll fill up for like seventy five, eighty, ninety, a yeah. hundred dollars, and that gets us like a certain amount of distance. Probably not to the next town at all. And you do that several times, and if you want to maybe stay in a hotel room to get a shower every now and again, all of these things we couldn't do it unless it was for the people that come out, they get a t shirt, that you know, pay for a ticket to come into the shows. And I think a lot of people recognize that. I think more so now with no one buying CDs, people are starting to realize if there's no income for a musician. That eventually musicians will be obsolete. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because the money motivator will be there. Um, you know, whether you like it or not. I know a lot of artists like to be like, oh, you know, I just, I don't do it for the money. It's just for the art. Yeah, that's cool. And that's pretty much where we're at, too. We like to put out good music, and that's the primary goal. But you can't, you just can't do the job, and you can't live life if you don't have some money coming in so that you can eat food and and pay for gasoline to get to the to the next venue or whatever it might be. Right. So we're just very thankful for those for those people that do go that extra step and come out and check out the band and get the t-shirt and all that stuff, you know. That seems to be kind of the the argument in favor of, you know, piracy is that well I go to shows and I buy merch, so it's okay if I'm downloading the music. I mean, is that Yeah, I mean, that's a cool argument. It's just I just I know that for if I tallied up the amount of downloads and this isn't something that I'm necessarily like angry about just on the record but I know if I tallied up the amount of downloads that we've had if there would be some way to go to every website that ever had our album available for download tallied all those up and compare that to the amount of people that have come out to shows or the amount of t-shirts that we've sold per year or whatever it's just going to be a landslide difference you know but you know it's fine I mean some people I'm not going to say that I've never downloaded music for free. I mean, it's good to check music out and stuff like that. But I do go to shows as well, and I try to support the industry in general because the industry is just going in a direction. I mean, ticket sales are down. Let's not even talk about CD sales and stuff like that. Obviously, that's gone way down. You know, you have different record labels dropping like flies all the time, and there just isn't that money right now. So that combined with ticket sales on on a decline... I mean, we'll see what we'll see what happens with music here in the next ten years. You know. Yeah, definitely. So, this is something that uh, me and my buddy were my, my uh, compatriot here with the the website we're talking about. Right on. <clears throat> Gent. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Genre or 
the question that Punch we get, we get this, this is pretty much every uh, every interview has something about this. I think it's just something that's naturally by some sort of internet or word of mouth or whatever type of human nature has spawned off into like a genre. That's what people categorize certain sounds of bands as. Um, and that's fine, you know. That naturally happened. That's cool. But the definition of the word as it was kind of taking shape and was, uh, I don't really want to say invented, I don't know if that's the proper word, but <laughs> was just, it's an onomatopoeia. It's just saying jint, 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 jint. It's the way to spell that sound, and that sound being <clears throat> a stacked power chord, as opposed to a normal power chord where you just have the two octaves and then the fifth in between. Um, now this incorporates the octave of that fifth so it's making you know it's making a bigger chord and with that you get a different sound you get a bigger sound and it, it uh it hopefully sounds like gent 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 if you're using the right <laughs> guitar amp right. or right uh you know gauge strings or whatever whatever the thing might be to achieve gent um because there's no such thing as a master for it um yeah it's but i guess it spawned into a genre and we're i guess i mean we don't think we consider ourselves a gent band because like Alex said it, the name that we first know of it as is not a genre so we don't really consider that to be what we are um, you know we're progressive metal we're experimental metal I don't even know what you want to call it, groovy metal but <clears throat> but it, at the same time it's like we're not against the people out there who have who have kind of made that word into a genre you know giving us some sort of home it's just not what we would say that we are but if people want to want to you know want to do that then that's great you know it's it's a movement and you know maybe that name will be around forever or will be around for another week but i mean i guess either way it's just you know it's what the people make of it i think it's what the fans make but at the same time the fans and the people especially i guess going back to the negative side of like the online exposure you have all these like I guess I've heard them called trolls, like people on the internet that just are usually speaking pretty negatively about a lot of stuff, and they, you know, they might work at a job during the day where they can't really speak up and, like, be angry, and then, but online when they don't, when they have anonymity and all that, they just, they lash out and talk a bunch of poo. Um, you have people that say, like, oh, this gent crap, oh, what is this, and, you know, or individual bands will just talk, you know, negatively towards... And I think that this gent thing, people are starting to be like, oh, what is this, this gent band and that gent band, and it can kind of take a negative spin on it. I kind of embrace it, personally. I mean, we went on tour with a band called Tesseract and a band called Monuments over in, in Europe, and, you know, awesome. joking, oh, yeah, it was. That, <laughs> and we called it the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen Tour, and as we were over there, you know, I might have been talking with promoters or something like that, you know, along the way, but I'm like, yeah, well, you know, I think this tour works because we're kind of, and I might have just thrown in because we're like gent bands, you know, kind of tongue in cheek, but at the same time, they knew what I was talking about when I said that, so I'm going to use it as a communication device if it if it works for them. I don't know. I mean, I don't. I'll embrace it, I guess, but it's just weird to be categorized as this one power chord that we tend to use in a couple of our songs. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think that's weird. I think on some level it's let people kind of put their finger on, you know, because yeah. it's like, you know, even like the term progressive gets used pretty broadly to, mm-hmm. you know, right. encompass a lot of different But I, I read something on, of, I read something online recently that like gent bands are like going downhill and gent is done or something like that. And I, someone, a friend of mine actually from back home said something about like, 
you know, grunge is done and all that, but I still, the new Alice in Chains record that came out, they were a grunge band. Uh, I still have Facelift in my iPod right now, and I was listening to it today when we drove here. You know what I mean? Like, I still like grunge. I don't know that there are grunge bands anymore. You know what I mean? It's just, it's, uh, the the categories are there because people put those, you know, bands into those categories. I'm not hating on it. It's got its use, and, uh, I guess I'll embrace it. Do me a favor and pull the van back. Okay. How far? I'll tell you. <laughs> Mid mid interview work. <laughs> Can I steal your hair dryer, please? <laughs> <laughs> no worries. Jared, this is John Brown. He actually plays in Monuments. He's filling in for Jake on guitar, and he he needs a hair dryer. You need a hair dryer, John. This is Jared. <laughs> nice to meet you. <laughs> Can I steal your hair dryer, please? <laughs> hey, I don't want to run you over. Yep, yep. Don't want to run anybody over. Alex, look at hair dryer. Where you going? That's the fucking worries. So yeah, gent, gent, gent. <laughs> Sweet. What, what about it? I mean, it seems like that one is, that, that kind of style or genre has really inspired more of the do-it-yourself guys than a lot of other styles. Do-it-yourself in the means of... Recording. Of recording. recording of the bedroom, of... the bedroom band thing, too. Yeah. yeah. No, I think it's rad. I mean, I think it's been going on for a long time. One man kind of production. Trent Reznor, man. That's what I was about to say. Yeah. You know... <clears throat> I mean that's a long time ago but electronic artists and all that it's just a dude kind of with technology and with the ability to make a full song and everything on a computer in your bedroom or your house or whatever without having to go out there and spend 50 to 100 to more an hour at a recording studio that's got a you know great drum room and a 128 channel board or whatever it makes sense that it's it's being uh, expanded upon everything's getting smaller you know with technology so I think that this is just, it's more of that. I think it's really cool that more people are able to do it. Um, and hopefully, you know, we'll see a lot of creativity and a lot of good new music coming out from this type of stuff. Um, and yeah, we kind of started from that with Misha being in the band and him starting writing all these songs. And, and turn, you know, we finally turned it into a band and so forth. But uh, I think it's pretty cool. Sweet. Yeah. So how's the rest of the year looking for you guys? It's up in the air. We know we have Sonosphere Festival, um, which is like a big festival in Europe, or in the UK. I think it goes all the way through Europe. I'm not sure that we're... I think we're only just playing up the one in Great Britain, but um, we'll be doing that in July. Aside from that, things are pretty much up in the air for the rest of the year. We have we have definite plans to be taking time to write our new record, you know, really in you know spend a lot of time with that so that it comes out the best thing that it can be we think our first album did pretty well but we want the second album to crush that hopefully now that we do have a solid lineup do have a full band of people you know this is like a full time thing for everyone everyone's writing everyone's putting in their ideas so we think it's going to be a whole lot better we'll actually have a vocalist in place who loves and writes amazing stuff with Spencer unlike before when it was like several different vocalists writing different you know songs and different parts and all that um so yeah, I mean, a lot of time put into that, but we also we want to try and do some more 
I'd like to bring the LXD tour, you know, with Tesseract and Monuments or maybe some other gent bands <laughs> um, around to the States, you know. We only did it in England, so in the States, maybe Australia. It'd be cool to go to Japan, but after the recent happenings, I don't know that we're too stoked on that. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, just pretty much more recording and playing live. That's what you do, right? <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. That's where you've been kind of quiet back there. I didn't know I was part of the interview. <laughs> <laughs> no, this you are now. Coming to you guys' thing. I'm no worries. Back. No worries. Jump in. Take a swim. Ask Water's away. warm. Ask questions. <laughs> <laughs> um... How do you hit that high F sharp? <laughs> <laughs> now, how do you, I mean, because the, the, you know, the vocal styling is something that is a little different from what you typically find in this. Yeah, I mean, that's that's the goal, though, man. That's really what I've been going for, you know, trying to do something new and fresh that hasn't really been done before. Because there's just, especially in metal, man, you get so many just blah sounding singing lines is just nothing that really stands out you know and I, I was really trying to to do something new with that and you know even the guys in the band helped a lot with the with the singing lines they they wrote a lot of the singing lines on the debut before I was even in the band but like from this point forward it's just going to be you know catchy singing lines heavy ass screaming lines pretty much nice. hopefully whatever compliments the song is nicely yep, exactly. or vice versa I mean dude I, I hopefully on the second record it won't be I feel like on the first record it was like the songs were in place instrumentally then the vocals were like written for the songs where now that we are a solid group hopefully we can kind of have more of a blend at least on some songs where the vocals maybe the music is written in mind with a vocal line or whatever it might be you know we're not putting any boundaries on it I think we should just try and put out the best music that we can you get a lot of because you guys you guys had a couple of vocalists before Spencer you guys catch a lot of flack for the changes? Or are people pretty happy with... You know what? It's just... At first. But yeah, at, at first, but I think the the majority of our fans that we have now are fans that we've gained after after our album came out. So they really don't even know about the older vocalists. It doesn't really matter anymore. Yeah. Yeah. There are those those internet trolls that like to bring those vocalists up, but nobody really cares, you know? <laughs> cool. Um... Yeah, I think, I think that's all I had. Sweet, cool. So, right. Thanks for uh, thanks so much for taking the time. I'm yeah, fun, totally, man. man. Thank you. you guys have seen it was actually in my top five for last year, so I'm just uh, sweet, man. I did thanks. my best not to geek out during the process. I think I did all right. <laughs> that was awesome, man.